The truth is not always beautiful, nor are beautiful words the truth. Lao Tzu Hello, Jason Kane here, and welcome to the Ancient Wisdom Modern Mind Podcast. And today, I'm going to confront three very common spiritual myths. Myth 1. Enlightenment is something to be discovered. Enlightenment is not a change into something better or more, but a simple recognition of who we truly already are. James Blanchard Cisneros The idea that the awakened state is something to be found or discovered, almost like there's a psychological formula that needs to be ticked off, or there is a final key that needs to fall into place, and suddenly we will become enlightened, is a common myth. And maybe we fall for this myth because we approach the idea of enlightenment from a scientific or educated perspective. But this is akin to looking at spiritual ideas from the angle of a pop psychologist, where our deep-seated thoughts, emotions, and behaviors have meaning. This idea hooks us deeper into the ego's world, and we spend considerable effort and time trying to discover our deeper self. But what we are really doing is giving the ego a lot of attention. Unfortunately, this only wastes time and is a flawed idea. Often pushed by gurus and psychologists alike, because it keeps you always coming back for more answers. The perfect hook or bait for the more intellectually minded. And consumers of pop psychology find this idea captivating, even revelatory, because it tells them about how the ego is put together, and the ego can happily and carefully scrutinize itself. Why do we fall for this psychobabble? Because the intellect is in the midst of an identity crisis, meaning that the ego's depth has no limits, and no matter how deep or how clever the ego's findings are, the exact same explorations at a different time will produce an entirely different explanation. Myth 2. Overcoming unhappiness builds spiritual character. When the ego can't find anything wrong with itself, it creates it. The belief that the only reason you are not becoming enlightened is because you have not suffered enough. This idea develops because of a general sense of comfort which leaves us feeling emotionally unsatisfied and unmotivated. So, we look for unhappiness and strangely, we enter into a contradictory state where we seek misery or hardship in the belief that by overcoming this struggle, we will find the path to enlightenment. Both the positivity movement and faith-based religions often push the idea that suffering will be rewarded. They do this because their spiritual understanding is a simplistic positive 
versus negative view of reality. And, although this positive versus negative perspective has a real-world, two-dimensional effect, it is not relative to the higher spiritual states of awareness. And just as you can't drag the physical idea of a dualistic reality into spiritual realities, you also cannot pull spiritual concepts into the dualistic world of the ego. Each is a non-reality to the other, or think of them as different dimensions, they simply don't mingle. And maybe to the ego, this seems contrary to what it sees. But the fact is that in the life of the ego, there is only positive and negative. And if we have a leaning towards negativity, then this idea of suffering also plays into this aspect of the ego. In fact, it can be a badge of honor, which feeds the ego's sense of superiority. And if we really wanted to indulge ourselves with a little pop psychology, this would expose the hidden negativity attached to the positivity movement. And it would suggest that the reason people have a negative personality is really because it's an act of being superior, at least from the ego's perspective. So really, the idea that suffering is in some way a source of spiritual growth, or that it can somehow crack open the ego shell, or that suffering is somehow necessary for your spiritual growth, is really one of those half-truths that floats around spiritual forums. The fact is that to achieve spiritual growth, the ego must willingly work towards surrendering its dominance. And if you have a negative friend, you are only too aware that their behavior only encourages more attention. And as I have already mentioned in a past podcast, suffering and spirituality is a false idea, but I think it's worth repeating again. Buddha's famous statement, Attachment is the cause of all suffering. Buddha did not say that suffering was the cause of enlightenment. In fact, Buddha's statement implies that the absence of suffering leads to enlightenment. And ego is equally ingenious with reversing this idea of suffering by saying that somehow our past miseries and hardships have lifted us up to a higher consciousness, that because we have suffered, we are somehow superior to the happy person, or that somehow a happy person is somehow more ignorant. The world is full of suffering, and yet these people do not rise up to become spiritual giants, but instead fall down into depravity and despair. And the more the ego is indulged, the more its depravity and suffering increases. It would be more correct to say that suffering can build character and that wisdom can sometimes grow out of hardship. And such character development can also help in one's spiritual development. But to achieve spiritual growth, the ego must willingly work towards surrendering its dominance by surrendering its attachment to itself. 
Myth 3. No worries. In the next life, I will make the effort. Opportunity dances with those already on the dance floor. H. Jackson Brown. The belief in reincarnation and the accumulation of merit is probably one of the biggest stumbling blocks for the student. Now, this is not a debate about whether reincarnation is real or not, but I am coming from the point of view that even if reincarnation was possible, it is still the death of everything you know. It is the death of self, and so nothing is transferred. No merit, no understanding, no development or progress. It is all lost, and you will have to restart from scratch. Now, imagine if you had to start again. What are the odds that you will have this opportunity again? Or that every achievement and all the important milestones that you have already achieved will line up again? In fact, right now, you could be a single step away from achieving your goal of awakening and not even be aware that tomorrow you will suddenly realize that you are already awake. And in the next life, would you even be this lucky? For example, you could be born into a culture without an educational opportunity or even any hope of even having the opportunity or time to indulge your spiritual interests. I have a saying, he who waits the longest waits the most. And this is what people are doing when they trust in the lottery of reincarnation. Or, let's look at it from the perspective of a sale. If there is a sale and you see an item you desire, would you say to yourself, I'll wait until the next sale because I can't be bothered today? Or, would you rush to the store in the hope of picking up a bargain? And this is what we are doing if we rely on our belief in reincarnation. We are postponing what could be our only opportunity simply because we are not in the mood. And here's a fact that no one talks about. Churches are full of old people playing catch-up. So are you in the mood to dance or will you pass up this golden opportunity? So that's three very common myths we have all used. And if you'd like to subscribe to this channel, go ahead and click on the subscribe button. And if you would like to support my work, then you can download the audio version of Three Very Common Spiritual Myths Busted for a contribution of $1 or more. Links are in the description. The essence of enlightenment is in overcoming the ego in all its manifest forms, while becoming more mindful of your motives. And to this end, I encourage daily meditation as a first step towards spiritual growth. And if you like the content and would like to take your spiritual journey deeper, learn about meditation, or go even deeper with your meditation journey, then I also offer books, instructional podcasts, online meditation, and personal development audios that cover a variety of meditation and metaphysical topics available at Amazon Books, Amazon Music, Kobo, iTunes, Google Play.
Spotify, Udeme, and gumroad.com forward slash Jason Kane. Plus, great free articles on blogger.com, YouTube, and in the Facebook community, meditation, mindfulness, and more. And it would be my privilege to have you join our community and share your own journey and thoughts. And this is important not only to me, but also in helping other students in their personal journey. Here's to you and your fulfillment and growth into every tomorrow to come. This podcast was created by Jason Kane. Text copyright by Jason Kane and production copyright by Jason Kane. All rights reserved.